Thank you for today. We thank you for how far you brought us. Even as um, your word is coming, we pray that your word will come full of power to transform. Father, we pray that you speak to us in a language that we understand. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Bless God for this evening. Um, we have been looking at the force, the forces of destiny, and specifically the force called man still but the second topic that we are going to focus on is the strategic plan. Is alright? Okay. Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 12. Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 12. No wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. Okay. So, when you look at this scripture very carefully, the Bible makes us understand clearly that we wrestle getting a point we wrestle and it's very very important that we understand that you know from the beginning of the year that is one of the things that i'm trying to get my mind across and i'm also trying to bring to our understanding the fact that we wrestle many of us we've lost that consciousness or we know that there is that consciousness that we wrestle and that's the beginning of our problem or our challenge because if we don't know that we wrestle, then we don't understand why things happen. Okay, do you get me? So, for instance, the world is not haphazard at all. <clears throat> there is an organized system that the world is operating by. But you see, that organized system is according to a particular pattern. And if you understand critically, you get to know that some of these things that the world is promoting, the world is advertising, they are advertising them to corrupt our soul. So they are not just interested in just bringing things. You woke up in the morning and then, for instance, things were put in place for you. You went to social media and you clicked on one video and then the next day or I mean we went back maybe YouTube or something the same or similar video begin to play out and you might think that you see hey, this is just normal and you can give me to it but there is intelligence behind there's there's something that is behind it's not just something that is just there 
just so that you will have fun. The world is not interested in fun. 14, 31 to 30. 33. Are you all here with me? So, when we look at the world, we look at systems, we wrestle, and we must get that in our hearts. So, you wake up in the morning with that understanding that you wrestle. Somebody just woke up, all of a sudden, the person had, you know, a heart pain or something. All of a sudden, there's this sharp pain, you know, sharp attack, you see, for instance. Yesterday, um, I was, I was, I was, I had led people to pray. Was it yesterday or this morning? Yeah, this morning we had prayed. You know, we are dealing with something, so we had prayed about it. And then, I mean, these were dangerous prayers we prayed. You know, dealing with certain roots and foundations. All of a sudden, I felt a sharp pain. <laughs> you know, sharp pain. It's like in my heart. Are you hearing me? When after a prayer like that, and I feel like that, I won't just go and speak and say, thank you, Jesus. It means that there is an attack. There is something that the devil is trying to do. There is something that is happening. See, I'm warfare. No, our ignorance of that is what has cost us many things. Because the believer is not positioned in war. You know, there are means that, for instance, the world gave us an example of such means is Christian. You see, God never called us Christians. Think about it. Why do you think God never called us Christians? Because, you see, and when you look at the means that God gave us, or the means that God called us, they are all action means. For instance, we're a believer. It's not passive. It's an action thing. You are a believer. You, it's not something like I'm sitting there and I'm believing. No. Are you getting the point? You are a soldier. You see? So you must understand these systems or you must understand this and get it at the back of your mind and settle it in your heart. Are you getting it? If you're able to settle it in your heart, then now you push ahead for victory. Because now you understand that you are not just there in life. You didn't just fail your paper just because you are not intelligent enough. You didn't just lose that opportunity just because, I mean, things just didn't go well. Or just because uh, you didn't get the right protocol. But these are all calculated things intended to be able to make sure that you are more effective in life. So, for instance, you, you get to a point where you realize that you are losing money, you don't have money for certain things. Then you have to come to your senses and find out what is going on. Why is the devil trying to do something like this? Are you here with me? So, that's the first thing I want you to get. The second thing is the fact that we wrestle against intelligent someone's. Are you getting the point? We I'm talking about intelligent beings, not intelligent things. So we wrestle, but it's not as if we just wrestle. 
So for instance, you wake up in the morning and maybe, you know, we have this new age movement, right? Who believe in nature, uh, what, you know, this Chinese thing, yin and yang or whatever, right? That there's a balance in life and so whenever there is good, there should be bad to balance it and all that indicating that there are things no behind those things are beings intelligent beings so the bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood your battle is not actually against your mother or your father or someone that you think hates you physically your battle is against intelligent beings so he goes ahead to list these intelligent beings so you do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against what principalities now the question i would want to ask you this evening is have you seen a principality before do you know how a principality operates then he goes ahead to say powers think about it there is a being called powers i mean just think about it a being called powers We are dealing with intelligent beings. These are beings that are ancient beings. These are beings that lived way before we were born. Mm. Then it goes ahead to say, against rulers of the darkness of this age. So, the darkness. No, the Bible says that darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. When it says, arise, shine, for your light has come. Then it goes ahead to say, Darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness the people. That darkness, there are beings that lose that darkness. So you ever see that, for instance, the whole world has been planned by coronavirus and everywhere there is this darkness that is causing death. It's not just a something that is happening. There is an intelligent being that sat down and calculated and projected that sickness by that time. See, if you don't understand that, you won't be able to deal with things successfully. Okay, do you get what I'm trying to say? Then he goes ahead to say, I get spiritual host of wickedness. But these spiritual host of wickedness, they are not on the earth. These are host of wickedness in the heavenly places. If you meet one of such hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, would you be able to recognize? Meanwhile, those are the beings that you are fighting against. Meanwhile, those are the agents that we are battling against. Now, because of that strategic intelligence that has to do with war, there is a need for us to prepare for war. Many of us, because we don't have that understanding that we are in war or we are at war, we don't prepare for war. Okay, so they have a neighbor with And the first thing on his mind or her mind is that I have to prepare for work. She begins to bath, do everything, go to work goes to work, I mean, do everything he has to do at work, 
come home too late to even think comes back and then the person is now at the mercy of circumstances and time and chance there's no strategy plan there is nothing that holds there's no preparedness towards war do you get the point i'm trying to make So, the third point is that there is a need for us to prepare for war. If you want to have victory, if you want to win, if you want to rise, if you want to do good beyond a particular threshold that has been set for us, you know, some of us in our families, there are thresholds, there are places that you cannot cross. If you cross those places, you will have feedback. Because they are intelligent ones, they are intelligent agents that are responsible for that particular order. I can see the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Isaiah chapter 8, verse number 9 to 10. Isaiah chapter 8, verse number 9. This is huddled together, you nations, and be terrified. Listen, all you distance lands, prepare for what battle, but you will be crushed. Yes, prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Call your council of war, but they will be worthless. Develop your strategies. But they will not succeed for God is with us. So I mentioned that number one, we wrestle. Number two, we don't just wrestle against things, we wrestle against intelligent beings. And I say because we wrestle against intelligent beings, there is a need for us to prepare. Does it make sense? Okay. Now in Isaiah chapter 8, verse number 9, is giving us a case scenario concerning how warfare is executed so this is the kind of warfare that the nations of the earth how warfare is actually executed and it was in context the nations of the earth as I the Israelites so the Lord was trying to bring perspective concerning how the processes of warfare preparing for warfare takes place and how that even though these people prepare for warfare it will not withstand i get in the point so he says that having together you nations and be, terif- be terrified listen all you distance line prepare for battle now in our own context we mentioned that the third point that is important, the third thing that is important to know when it comes to warfare is that we must prepare for battle. So in this scripture, the Lord is also telling the people, prepare for battle. Listen, you want to come against the people of God, then you must prepare. Because there is no way victory is guaranteed without any preparation. Do you understand? Okay, go to verse 10. How do you prepare for this battle? 
He says that call first of all your councils of war. You see, in the olden days, and it even happens now, right? When there is war, what happens is that there can be the king, there can be the president, or whoever it is, right? He has a council of war. That council of war are agents, experts in various fields, I get it, in the military. And what these people they do is that they come together, then they now think concerning the war. Okay, what do we do to be able to win the war? I get in it. So this one is even poetry. So he goes ahead to say, call your councils of war. Then he says that, but they were worthless. They now goes ahead to say to emphasize on what the council of war is. Develop your strategies. So the council of war, the reason why they are there is because of strategies. So what we are trying to say is that in preparing for war as a believer, it's not just sitting down and expecting that you will win. There is no guarantee for victory by just sitting down and expecting that things will just work out. In other words, if you have been afflicted by the devil, it's not going to stop just because you want it to stop. If the devil is striking in your family, maybe causing death in the family, it is not going to stop just because you cried about it. No matter how much you want it to stop, it will not stop. Are you getting the point? So there is a need to prepare to face this being who will not stop but is bent on ensuring that your life is ruined. And so he said, prepare for war. But in preparing for war, you must understand that there is a need to call the council of war. What does the council of war come to do? They come with divine or strategies. These strategies are the things or the foundation to how warfare is won. Without strategies, there is no winning of warfare. Or there is no guarantee that you win. So these intelligent beings that I spoke about earlier on from Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, these beings are beings of strategies. There is a way these beings operate. Even though you might not necessarily see these beings with your physical eyes, when you see a strategy being manifested, and that strategy, you see a strategy being manifested, you can actually connect that strategy to a being that is operating. Are you here with me? Okay, so for instance, there is a situation in your family, there is a sickness in your family. I get to the point. And you realize that this sickness is afflicting a lot of people. You see, we see in the Bible how that Jesus cast out demons from people and then the sickness left. So he rebuilt the mute and dark spirit and the sickness left. Okay, so you also understand that, okay, so sickness can actually, maybe the demons responsible for sickness can be cast out. Then you go ahead to cast out the spirit that is responsible for the sickness. 
they realize that that spirit responsible for the sickness refused to go because you realize that that trend of sickness is still in the family or probably even in your own life. You see, you must go behind the scene to be able to trace what actually is causing that. Because if it was a demon, then by casting it out, it should leave. But if it is not a demon, then it transcends. If it is not going by casting out, then it means that it is not probably a demon. There is an agent that you don't cast out. Are you? So you might not necessarily know what is causing what, but the strategy that is being manifested can be a clear indication of the spirit that is behind it because you see the spirit that is behind it is a spirit that is actually interested in displaying strategies you know the bible talks about how that god you see god the goal of god is to manifest his wisdom to the intent that his wisdom will be manifested to all principalities and powers. What that is, is called strategies. The wisdom of God is the strategy of God. So, you see, when you see any demon in manifestation, you see, it is only people who are not, who are not wise that will not think about strategy. You see, kings, what kings are interested in, in fact, in the olden days, they paid for strategic people. People who are well vested in designing strategies that can win war. So there should be someone that is intelligent enough to develop strategies. And when it comes to kings, the battle of kings is a battle of strategies. It's a battle of the manifestation of the wisdoms that are available in territories. So you see the life of the Israelites, whenever they were going to fight, the Lord would give them strategies. You know, the Lord had told them that the land where I'm taking you to the Canaan, the la- that land that is filled with milk and honey, that land is a land that I have given to you. But they get to the land, and first of all, they meet a city called Jericho. And normally, we know that we fight by taking bows and arrows, and first of all, entering cities or trying to get into territories and killing people, etc. That's how battles like that are won during those times. But then they meet an angel, and Joshua encounters this angel. Then he asks the angel, are, are you for us? Or you are against us? And he says, no. I am the commander of the armies of the heavens. And I have now come. Then he gives them strategy. This particular war that you are going to fight, is not the one that you go first of all charging straight ahead. In fact, go around the city. And as you go around the city, and as you go around the city for seven days, on the seventh day, you go around seven times. Then after that, you shout. Listen, see, that was a strategy that didn't make sense 
you see, and that is how divine strategies are like. They don't normally make sense. But these are the ones that allow us to win war. So, you see, the reason why the people of Jericho didn't attack the ones who were doing the seven day going around was because they didn't see that as a threat. See, that is how your coming for kingdom summons is a strategy that the devil is not calculating for. He doesn't know that by coming for kingdom summons, you are building some momentum in your heart. And it's just a matter of time you are about to explode. Are you here with me? Okay. So, what I'm trying to say is that there is a need for us to be strategic. In our preparing for war, we must be strategic. When I say prepare for war, and when I talk about warfare, don't think far. I'm not saying go and get a knife because the Bible says that our warfare is not against flesh and blood. I am saying that there is a reason why you will not have peace of mind. Are you getting the point I'm trying to make? I'm saying that there is going to be an attack on your finances. It is not a negative prophecy. I'm going to say that there is going to be an attack on your health. It's not a negative prophecy. It's a reality on the ground. Um, you see, there was, there was just recently, there was a message that was sent by my spiritual father into, our, uh, into the pastors in the speech. And it was a dream someone had that I had died. They had poisoned me and I had died. Now, look at me. I have not hurt anybody. Are you getting the point? I have not given anybody broken heart. I have not taken something that belongs to someone. At least to the best of my knowledge. I am not here bent on killing or destroying the world. As long as I, 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 am, I am aware of, I even want to help the world to become better. Am I not helping people, prophesying to people so that their lives can change for the better? So this is a good man. At least, or don't you think so? But someone had the dream that they want to poison me. Someone had poisoned me. Look at that. That someone had poisoned And this is a spiritual reality. Someone had poisoned me. Do you understand that? So the enemy is going to come against you. How many people woke up with a particular sickness? And that sickness was as a result of a poison in the spirit. You know, that we, we have such instances. We have such instances. People who just woke up, all of a sudden, they went to the hospital from feeling, not feeling well for maybe one or two days and they realized that they had cancer. Some people woke up and they found out that all of a sudden, just a disease, a sickness, something has crashed them. That is what I'm talking about. And so I'm saying that for you to be able to overcome some of these things, because they are going to come against you. And it's not a prophecy of doom. You see, when you are growing up, when you read the book of Ephesians, it talks about the, the general overview of the believer's growth. And you see that as a baby, what God is intending to do for you is to be able to reveal who you are to you. Or what was done for you on the basis of the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. But you see, you get to a particular height. 
and that height is called the height of warfare and that is not for children so once you are growing up the bible says that he teaches your hand to war so that your hand can bear your hand can hold the bow and that is what happens as god is training us so it gets to a point where you don't have to be ignorant anymore it gets to a point where you must rise up and say no enough is enough but you see you will not be able to come to that realization if you have not come to the place of understanding that i am at war and you cannot win a battle or you cannot be assured of a victory if you have not come to the place of understanding that there is a need for me to prepare for war so for instance if all of a sudden you woke up and then there was sickness in your body what would you do see the average believer has not talked about that and so when we are met by something like that we are surprised you know, Frank was sharing a story concerning how he, he was sick. I mean, he had this throat pain. And then all of a sudden, now this time around, it came at night. See, when the throat pain, everything came, he went to buy medication. Then now, at night, this attack now comes again. And then one way or the other, he managed to be able to find a way to pray. And had the dream and saw certain things in the truth that had to come out. And after he came out, he was fine. What was that? Some of you, you dream, and then you dream, and then it's like you are back in your former school or in things, places. These are all things that is telling you realities that are happening, that you are in war. But you see, the question is that the average or the problem is that the average believer is not prepared for war. And that is why we are kept. We are, we are, we are. You see, that's why I'm saying this. You see, the devil understands that we are in warfare. We are the only ones who don't understand. So some of us, we don't even understand why we are here for kingdom someone. So you need to be dead before you can come. Because you don't know. You are so ignorant of what this thing, God, this strategy that God is using for you, for your benefit. You don't know why you have to wake up and then pray or do your quiet time before you go to work. That is a strategy that God is using to prevent us from decaying or from going wayward. That our security is in our ability to hold the fort. You know, there was a day I was fasting. And as I was fasting, and pray, you know, I had finished fasting and praying, and then all of a sudden there was this attack. Ah, I was doing my normal spiritual fasting for 30 days, and one of those days I had prayed, I had so much prayed, I had prayed that I felt that I had prayed, you know, then all of a sudden this attack just came, and I was sitting there, I was so shocked, like I was sitting there, I was, I was feeling so bad, like ah, what is happening, what is going on? Do you know something? I was ignorant of something. And that is the fact that I was at war. Are you hearing me? So the Lord asked me, So what did you expect would happen? After 
after you had prayed that prayer, what did you expect that will happen? After you had dealt, destroyed the works of darkness, what did you expect that will happen? So the people of God, what did you expect? When you chose a side and you said you are going to be a Christian, what did you expect? When you said that you are going to go the way of the Lord, what did you expect? That's why we are here this week. That we are going to be operating by divine strategies. Listen, you are going to so you are going to sit down and then you are going to now analyze things and then bring forth a strategy that is going to be the reason why you will never fail again. See, there are some people right now, there are some people right now that is impossible for them to fail. There are some people right now, it's impossible for them to be under bondage. Do you know why? Because they have a strategy. So when the message was put on in the field, and I saw the dream that someone had, you see, I laughed. Not that the dream, I'm not taking the dream serious. No. Not that I don't value the, I, I don't know. See, I'm, I'm too much aware of the devil's vices. But why? Because I knew the best strategy. That strategy is my covenant with life. You know, I, I went the first time that when we had our car and we were going to Kumasi. Kumasi to keep coast. Kumasi to keep. It's not. It's about five hours old. I mean, during those times, the, the road was messed up. You know, some, some part of the road was messed up, etc. So it's about five hours journey. And I drove from Kipkus to Kumasi. Do you know why I had that confidence? Because I had a covenant with life. Do you understand that? What is your new strategy? voice of God. So the Bible says that for lack of knowledge, listen, the only victory you can be assured of is the victory you make happen. Don't ever fool your arms and think things will be alright. Unless it's not the devil. And listen, things being right or wrong, or things being bad or good, is not even an indication that you are not under the spell of the darkness or the devil is not being. 
And for some of us, the strategy the devil is using against us, the strategy the devil is using against us is that we are winning. So some of us, we are doing well in an aspect of our life because you have cut off, you know, so some of us, we are doing well, especially, you know, in, in our academics because you've cut off everything God. When it comes to seasons where we are going to write exams, God becomes a third party. You know, we are doing so well in, in, our, in our jobs and our finances. The reason is because when it comes to that area of our lives, God is not a part, He's not a factor, He's not, he's not a factor in that equation. And God is saying, No, no, my son. That in itself is a smell of darkness. It's a strategy the devil is using. Because he knows that if he keeps you poor, he keeps you in that kind of thing, defeat like that, you will call on God. So he finds a way of you not calling on God by allowing you to prosper. What looks like prosperity. Some of you, we are not able to pray. And because you are not able to pray, you see, we don't even understand that the first thing that the devil wants to attack is that altar of prayer. So that when we are not able to pray, that's the first indication that we are, we are defeated. How many of us even think about it from that angle? Because we are not strategic again. I couldn't finish what I wanted to do today. I wanted you to learn and understand in perspective that for you to be able to win, you need to be a strategic man. What is your winning strategy? Because you see, child of God, you can pass your winning strategy down to your generation. You can pass your winning strategy down to your children. Your great-grandchildren can benefit. Your great-grandchildren can never be poor. You see, because you develop them from the winning strategy. That's why we pay the price for generations of God. So that the struggles we went through, our children will also go through. I want us to begin to pray. Sotabrandel, the cascade. Sedebrandel, the